Welcome back, everybody. Sales is king. Dan Sixsmith here. And it's the day after Thanksgiving and uh, put on quite an eating clinic yesterday, but that's okay. I already made it down to the gym and tortured myself for 90 minutes, sweat out a lot of the junk that I usually don't eat. But Nonetheless, it was a great day. Hope you guys had a fantastic uh, Thanksgiving with family and friends um, and loved ones, etc. Um, back at it today, thinking about sales, thinking about business. Um, Want to talk about one word that I think is going to be huge going into 2018 and beyond. And the word is curiosity. Curiosity is going to be a required skill slash trait of successful salespeople, successful business people moving forward. Why do I say that? Curiosity is critical for sales moving into 2018. Um, Curiosity is going to be a key trait that you must leverage if you're going to be able to sell effectively. We've spoken quite a bit about the importance of discovery in your initial sales calls, in really every sales call, but in the initial call with a prospect, we want to be able to ask the right questions. Um, We want to understand why the meeting is happening in the first place. And um, I'll give you a good example of um, one of my own examples where I did not do a good job um, coming out of the gates with a new prospect. And I was uh, on a call recently. Um, I had been put together with a new prospect through someone I knew Um, pretty well. I did not know the prospect, however, at all. Um, I did get a kind of a high-level overview from the prospect. But when we went into the call, um, the prospect kind of jumped in and wanted to give us kind of a detailed overview. Um, And I let them go ahead and do that, which um, was probably not the right thing to do because I probably should have let off the call Um, and just kind of outline what everyone wanted to achieve in this meeting. So long story short, after a rather lengthy call, um, there really was not uh, an opportunity right out of the gates uh, for my organization. Um, And it was more of a kind of um, high-level sharing session, um, which may result in some sort of uh, maybe a partnership type agreement. So that's an example of how not to do it um, and to really take control of the meeting. We talked um, a few episodes back about the high performance book by Brendan Burchard. And, um, you know, one of the characteristics of those high performers were that they seek clarity, um, and that's that's part of the curiosity equation. Um, but one of the things that those high-performing individuals do when they seek clarity is they want to know um, the intention 
um, of each and every engagement. So they talk about understanding the intention of the meeting going in because, you know, your intention and the prospect's intention could be completely different. And one of the things that really effective selling really is, um, and if you heard the Jerry Acuff interview several episodes back, um, is really seeking understanding. So when we get into a meeting or a call, we want to seek understanding. We want to learn as much about the prospect as possible. Um, but before we even go into that, we want to understand why the prospect is meeting with us, why the customer is meeting with us, what is the issue, what caused him or her to pick up the phone and reach out to us. Perhaps we reached out to them. Um, perhaps your internal sales team set up a meeting, uh, and maybe there isn't um, an overwhelming desire to talk to you guys. So you have to work even harder coming out of the gate to try to uncover some issues and learn as much as you can about the prospect. So you need to understand um, who is everyone in the meeting, you know, what are their roles, um, you know, try to identify who is going to be the person that runs with the ball um, and who the kind of senior individual is that um, you might need to certainly um, get on your side. So we've got to understand um, who is everyone in the room first and foremost? Why are they in the room? What is the issue? What is the problem? Um, once we understand what that problem is, we have to understand how important a problem this is. And we spoke about this a little bit in the past. How important is this issue? Um, is this a live or die uh, situation that we need to address right away? Um, is this something that's uh, a nice to have that's coming up um, in the coming quarters that we want to address, but it's not at the top of our priority list? Um, also, as Jerry Acuff mentioned in the interview uh, that I had with him, that question of, you know, what are the negative economic consequences if the prospect does not address this issue? What will happen if they don't address this issue? And you can ask that question. What will happen if you don't address this issue uh, in the coming months? Um, and in this fashion, you can get them thinking about the cost of the status quo when we talked about that, um, which is many times what we wind up kind of losing our deal to, you know, not the competition, but the status quo. So what are the negative economic consequences of not addressing this issue? So we'll know how important this issue is to the prospect. Um, and that will give us a sense of how quickly we can move this along. Um, so, you know, once we start to understand these issues, um, then we can begin to frame what our solution can do for them if our solution can do anything. So one of the things we want to establish and one of the things we can mention at the beginning of the call or the meeting is that we're really here to see if there's a fit between your challenge or challenges and our solution. And we want to ask questions that really encourage 
um, a two-way dialogue and a conversation. Um, some of the old school teachings on sales, you know, it kind of instructs you to say, you know, wouldn't you agree that X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah is true? And then you force the customer into saying yes or no, um, and they may feel pressured into saying yes, in which case uh, the whole call is kind of a sham. So, um, you know, we talk about some of these uh, questions that will open up and get the, cu the customer or prospect to start thinking um, a little bit. So uh, questions like, I'd love to get your input on. Um, can you share with me how you currently um, do this? Um, you know, questions that will get the customer thinking and um, responding. You know, how do you typically do this? What's the most frustrating part of this challenge right now? Um, you know, where are you looking to go um, in the future? You know, which metrics um, are you looking to affect here? Um, where are they currently and where do you want to get them to and over what period of time? So that helps us gain a deeper understanding of the customer, of the issue, how important it is, um, what sort of emotion is tied into this, where they're going with it, and the like. There's a great quote by my friend Matt Hines, who um, was also on our program, one of the first interviews I did, actually the first interview. And he's always talking about bringing value um, to the conversation. Um, but he talks about, you know, how do you earn ongoing attention in these calls, right? How do you get the customer listening and, and demonstrating that you are uh, a skilled listener, number one, that you are curious um, and a skilled asker of questions about their business. Again, remember, um, still holding out before you start to talk about you and your solution and your company and all that good stuff. Still in the question mode, in the problem-finding mode, in the gaining understanding mode, in the seeking clarity mode. We're still there. We're still pushing. Um, Heinz also talks about um, demonstrating empathy, and that's a word I've been hearing quite a bit um, today as well, that you're empathetic to the situation. Uh, you understand. You've heard this before, um, and you acknowledge it as a a challenge, and it's a challenge that many of your prospects have faced before, um, <clears throat> and perhaps you start to swing the conversation now over to, um, and you've addressed this challenge before, um, and then starting to, to go into a little bit of your subject matter expertise, your industry expertise, your understanding of the company. Um, but before that even, you know, play back what you just heard. Um, summarize, paraphrase. This is, okay, great. Thank you so much for sharing that information. Um, this is something we hear quite a bit out there. This is something we've addressed many, many times successfully. Um, so let me uh, 
replay for you. Let me um, tell you what I just heard, um, and let me make sure that I've got it right. And then you can, you know, proceed to go through and replay that. Then you start to talk about your knowledge of the industry, your knowledge of their business, the research that you've done, um, both on all of the individuals and the company, um, and start to um, now tell your story about how you have helped solve this problem before um, and start to move into how you can help them um, address this challenge. And then not only that, but you'd like to talk about, you know, the value of addressing this challenge, um, why they should be doing it, reinforcing why this is an issue, uh, potentially quantifying what standing still is going to cost them, and then quantifying what uh, the benefits would be to move forward with your particular solution. So we're going to stop it here before we get too deep into, you know, how you solve their issue and how you go ahead and move forward and close the deal. I wanted to really cover the early stages, the curiosity portion, um, the discovery portion, and how critical it is to nailing down um, the conversation, to getting the customer talking to beginning to add value, beginning to add credibility by the questions you ask, um, beginning to get the customer to feel comfortable in a kind of low-pressure situation, because most sales occur in low-pressure situations, not high-pressure situations. Um, so we're getting the customer comfortable. They're getting the feeling that you are unbiased um, and that you are there to listen, you are there to help, and you are there to um, really assess and evaluate, and um, then you know earn the right to talk about how you might be able to help them. So think about how you could become more curious moving into later this year and next year. Think about the questions that you can ask. Think about what you want to know before you go on to a sales call. You know, what do you want to know about the customer, both individually and as an organization? Jot them down. You know, jot down the answers you want. And then, you know, start to work on some of these uh, questioning techniques that are open-ended, that get the customer talking um, and I think you're going to be well on your way to becoming a more consultative and effective salesperson. So that's it for today. Um, always a pleasure to be back here with you. Uh, don't forget to tell your friends about us, share, subscribe, like, write a review. Uh, if you can, it doesn't take that long, but it gets, um, it'll get some more attention for us out there. And um, hope you have a good one. We'll catch you soon. Peace.